Good morning again. Sorry, we're trying to, I was letting you talk while we worked out a few technical difficulties. I guess I should have prepared that a little sooner, but um, I guess you didn't think you'd see me again this morning, huh? <laughs> um, good morning. So I am Renee, and I am going to be bringing the message this morning. I'm just making sure he's good on the part I need him for. <laughs> Huh? Okay. So um, as he's working on that on the side, I'm just going to kind of preface this message this morning um, and get my nerves worked out a little bit while I'm up here. So um, today hopefully will be a little bit different. Uh, well, not hopefully. It's going to be a little bit different, but hopefully you don't mind running with the flow and um, go with it with me. I um, didn't want to take away from the integrity of the way that God gave me this word. Um, and I feel like all morning from pre-morning prayer to Alex when he first started speaking, and he didn't, like I promise he hasn't been home to hear me practicing or whatever, so he didn't know what I was speaking on technically. But there's been a lot of confirmation this morning and a lot of um, just reassurance that um, this is the right time. Um, so this morning I'm going to be actually speaking on time um, and a little more uh, deeper into the hour is now. It's just something that God's been, um, I mean, I feel like God is always pressing on us about time anyways, and you always hear the um, kind of attache that the time is now, the time is now, you were created for a time such as this, and there's always an emphasis on the word time. Um, but later... After we get through a few things, we're going to look at the hour. Um, and as I go through some stuff, um, we're going to get into how God has specified that the hour is now. It's not just that the time is now, but the hour is now. So today I don't want to look like I'm reading my notes, but I will be reading um, just because the scripture is long and I didn't memorize it. <laughs> And the word that he gave me is at least six pages, and I didn't memorize it either. So <laughs> um, so there will be a moment where I will be looking down, but at that point, I will probably have you engaged with your eyes closed because of the, the way the message is hopefully going to be um, delivered and received. So um, actually, Chuck's word this morning in prayer was right on because that's been my prayer that the way that it is presented would speak to you differently in the way that God wants you to hear it and receive it. So, um, so, okay. So, um, the word came from, for those of you that were coming to Thursday nights, uh, a while back when we were doing more, uh, there was one particular Thursday that we did, uh, a soaking night and that particular night, Ira, there he is, um, was playing keys and there was several other instruments and I forget the other instruments, but he was playing on the keys. So it was a kind of just a flow with the spirit kind of night. And I happened to be sitting in the back corner in that room, um, by the bookcase. And for those of you that have ever sat in there, there's this, um, lovely clock that sits back there and yeah. And then it, it just ticks. And it ticks. And even though Ira was playing, 
All I heard was the ticking of this clock. And it was so crazy because he would, you know, fluctuate in the spirit, whether it was a, a fast pace or a slow pace, whether it was um, just, just a melody or if there are words. And as he was flowing in that, this clock was ticking in the background. And I, I was like, I can't hear anything but this clock. But during that time, God was downloading some stuff. And so I wrote, and the, the message came with the flow of his music. So there might have been some, some like aggressive kind of delivery, and there was a little like melodious delivery, and there was some laughter in it. And so I'm going to try to bring it to you in a minute um, in, that, in, the, in the way that I heard it and felt it. And um, before that, though, I'm going to give you, and it's so funny because everything, if you pay attention, this has like been my thing lately, if you pay attention, God is always giving us signs, and he's always giving us those moments where we're like, oh, you're right there with me now, too. So I've been reading through the Bible, and uh, very slowly, <laughs> forgive me, but it's slow. So I'm in Ecclesiastes, finally, and everyone knows Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, a time for everything. Um, but it just so happened that as um, Pastor Mark had asked me to do the message a while back, I happened to read, that was what I came into. And it was the perfect embodiment of the message that God gave me uh, for today that turned into a message for today. So I'm going to read Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, because I did not remember all of it. Um, so as we start, you know, most of your Bibles will have the, the groupings, and this, this starts a time for everything. So I want you to pay attention to the words as the clock ticks. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And then if you skip to 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. There's been a lot of the prayer and the conversation this morning and even in, in the message that um, he gave me that speaks to God being the beginning and the end and how he controls time. And I'm going to bring this to you a little differently this morning, so bear with me. Um, I've practiced, but we all know that when you're up here, nothing goes as you practiced. 
So, um, and it's my first time doing this, but I want to, I really felt impressed to do it this way. So um, if you want to, during this time, close your eyes and get yourself into a place of receiving and allow the Lord to speak to you in whatever manner he um, does, whether it's words, sounds, pictures. But this part of the message is not from me to you, but from him to you. And this part I really want you to center in and focus on the words and the delivery and the sounds and allow the Lord to speak to your heart through every little bit. Um, so just get yourselves comfortable for a minute and let's embark. If you want to close your eyes, I'm not going to be offended. Okay, you can start. Distraction, time is ticking. I control time, the seconds, the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years, the seasons. From the beginning of time, I control time. Time is ticking. The clock is running in a continual motion forward. Time Distraction is ticking. Don't let the ticking of the clock distract you from the time in front of you. You need not worry about what time lies ahead. That is a distraction. You need only focus on the seconds, minutes, hours that you are in. Time is ticking. Distraction, focus. Keep your eyes on me. Focus on what I am saying, where I am leading, what I am asking. Time is ticking. Stay in rhythm with my time. As the hour grows near, I will give you direction and guidance. Time 
is ticking. Distraction, focus, rhythm. The rhythm of time leads you to my heartbeat. The rhythm of time beats with my heartbeat. Don't allow the distractions to get you out of step with my time. Time is ticking. Distraction, focus, rhythm, bite. Every second, minute, hour has purpose. Fight through and past the distractions to stay in rhythm with my time, with my heartbeat. Is ticking time Distraction, beat, beating, focus on me. Hear the sound of the ticking. Fight for my time, our time. Time can be wasted. Time can be restored. Time can be well spent. Don't waste my time. Time is ticking. Distraction? Busy? Are you too busy to spend time with me? Don't let the distractions of your time cause you to miss or be too busy to spend time with me. Healing. Restoration. Happy. Joy. These are the fruit of time well spent with me. Focus on me. Spend time with me. Listen to my heartbeat as we spend time. The ticking of the clock, the rhythm of my heartbeat. There is healing and joy there. There is restoration and happy. There is peace. Run. Let's run. There's such a sweetness. Listen. Time is valuable. Time is precious. It should not be wasted. 
Watch it carefully, only to steward your time. Be a good steward of my time, our time. Watch the time, but not for intent of keeping a schedule. Watch the time to steward what you are doing with our time together. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day. Do not focus on what time it is, but on what you have done with the time that has passed. And what are you doing with the time that you are in? What will you do with the time moving forward? Do not focus on what time it is. Focus on the time spent. Our time with Jesus can be seen as a dance. A dance that changes with the time we spend. Fast. Slow dips and turns, jumps and lifts, twirls, always in rhythm with his time, his heartbeat. Time is now, is ticking. Time, waste, distraction, focus. Roar, mighty lion warrior, it is time to roar. Intentional time. Time is of his presence. Time is now, time to move, time to rise up, time to fight, time is of the essence, time to be in his presence. that marinade for a second. And allow God to show you and reveal to you as the clock is ticking. God points out that he redeems time. If we manage our time with him, and spend our time with him, he redeems our time. Time spent with him is well spent time. We hear quite often the 
phrase, time is of the essence. He points out that time is of his presence. Time to be in his presence. Time to walk in his presence. Time to share in his presence. As we focus on the hour is now versus the time is now, we get into a specific time frame. We're used to time going, time being continual, time being, I've got time to do this, or I've got time to do that. I can put that to tomorrow. I can put that to next week. And we make time this thing that we can move through and just hang out in it. But recently God specified the hour is now. And for all of us, we know we have 60 seconds in a minute and however many minutes in an hour. And we can contain that time. So God is calling us to focus on how we're spending our hours. What are you being called to do in this hour? I was so... um, entranced by the ticking of this particular clock here at the church that I decided I wanted to go out and buy my own clock to tick in my prayer room. So when I first bought it, um, I was like, oh, bikes, you know, I got a thing with bikes or whatever. And so I was like, it's cute, whatever. So I brought it home, put it in my prayer room so I could hear the ticking anytime I'm in the prayer room, just doing whatever. So at first, when I first got it, if anybody has been watching this clock, clearly it is not the right time. So I realized about a month or so after having it, I was like, it ain't keeping time. It's ticking, and I'm getting the ticking out of it, but I'm not getting the time out of it. Like, it's perpetually something to six, six o'clock, Something up till six, something after six, but it never leaves six. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting very far with this clock, am I? (laughs) But what God was showing me, or what he showed me after I realized that it wasn't keeping time, was that there was no need for the time itself. But if you're focused on what you're doing with that time, then it doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter that this clock wasn't telling me what time it is because the ticking was letting me know that I was spending time. The ticking was letting me know that I was in his heartbeat, that I was in rhythm with him. And it didn't matter how much time I actually spent in my prayer room with him because that wasn't the point. The point was what did I do with my time? How did I spend my time? So now it just becomes a ticking (laughs) piece in my prayer room. But it made it more important to focus on the hour is now because it's perpetually six o'clock on that clock. So what am I doing with that hour? What are you doing with your hour? So I know we just spent quite a few minutes 
already kind of in a mode of meditating and I am praying that you got something and God revealed something. But I would like to spend the last five minutes or so that we have just asking the Lord, what is in my hour now? What are you calling me to this hour? What am I to be doing for you this hour? And just see what he says. If you want to partner up, if you want to do that by yourself, um, that was all of my message today. <laughs> I appreciate y'all letting me do it that way. Um, but just spend a few minutes asking the Lord, what is in this hour for you? What is he calling you to in this hour? And if you want to share, the mic will be available. And I thank you all for listening during this hour. Hmm? Oh, okay. The kids have something? Who? Bring. Come. You got to come up here so you can be on the... Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yay. Who wants to go first? So, so Gabby did this one. She said, um, so it's a picture of a sky and a cloud with light coming through and a person at a door. And she wrote, now is the time to renew yourself to start a new chapter. And she said, it's your, it's your choice to follow the light or to stay in the dark. I thought, and I didn't tell them any of this. They did this on their own. Okay, Gabby, come over here. All right, hold up. Wait a minute. Something's going on here. So what you just read is from this young lady. Yeah. So what? Say it again, because... So what? So when Renee was talking, I wrote down time to heal, time to love, time to embrace. I wrote down those words in case they wanted to choose any of them. But we talked a little bit about the time, and so Gabby, on her own, wrote, "Now is the time to renew yourself to start a new chapter." It's a person. You said it was a person standing at a door. Person standing at a door. Okay, so. When you get home today, look at that um, clip that I sent you. Literally, people, I sent my wife exactly what she just said. It is a video of a guy walking through the clouds to a door. And if you don't believe me, I, I kid you not. I'm not going to pack the people square on things that's not here anymore. But I kid you not, I will confirm it. If it is in my computer, if I had somebody to put it up right now on the screen, it will be confirmation. But if you know I am a man too. of God, you got to believe my word. That is exactly what I said my wife last night. So there is a special call for this young lady. And everybody in here. So let's give her a round of applause. Because I think all the kids are going to be good. Okay. This is Willow. She did two. We're going to share two of them. She didn't want to share this one, but I like it. So she also did a door. <laughs> And um, she did a, a clock with the light shining down on it. She, and she just wrote, right now is the time to worship God. And then she said, stop saying it, do it. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't tell her any of that. This one is Willow's favorite. Do you have anything you want to say? 
So she drew two hearts, and one is bandaged up and has a band, and the hearts are hold, are they holding hands? They're holding hands. Oh, one, the one heart is kind of healed, and it's passing a bandage to the other heart. And it says, now is the time to heal others in need and let, and let God heal you. And again, I didn't tell them this is Willow on her own. Great job, Willow. <laughs> so if you could go over there. Daisy. Okay, she didn't have time to finish hers. There's an arrow right in the middle, so it's two sides, and it's a girl standing there by herself. And she said everything changes over time, and that the first part is a girl standing there by herself, but in the other part, it's going to have a girl with a family and children. And so she was just saying that um, Everything changes with time, whether it's good or bad, but you're, you're stepping into a new place, and it's going to be good, what God has for you. And Jesse? Willow? Yes, which one? She did two. The heart? The two? Yeah, so she drew two hearts, and then the one heart is is in the process of being healed or is healed, and it's handing a bandage, a Band-Aid, to the other heart who has a, already a Band-Aid on it because it's still broken. So she said, it's the time to heal others in need and let God heal your heart. So this, she do, um, it, it's a person walking through a door, and there's a big clock, like a, a a grandfather clock, and it's light shining on it. She said, right now is the time to worship God. Stop saying it. Do it. Because I wrote something similar earlier, which basically is, it, it, it's close, it's not quite. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, so do today what needs to be done. Which is yeah. Don't, yeah. Exactly. You know, because we say things all the time. Yeah, we say things, but we don't put into action what it is we're saying. And God is saying, just do it. Go do it. <laughs> and then Jesse. So I know what to say. Tell me. Tell me. Um, time gets carried away sometimes. So I asked her to explain that to me. She said, time gets carried away sometimes. And so she do, drew a clock with Roman numer numerals, and they're kind of moving. The, you know, they're not perfectly in place because they're floating away. And <laughs> I forgot. She was talking about how time gets carried away. Um, some. Oh, time gets carried away, but we have to make time for God. In those moments, we need to just stop and just, you know, sit with God and make time for God. Thank you, kiddos. 
Anybody else have anything they want to share? If not, we're going to call it a day. I'm not a kiddo, but <laughs> this. <laughs> so, um, this came to me is that your clock is well. It was stuck on six. <laughs> it is. It's after six. Six. That was significant. Because six is the last hour before seven, which seven means completion. So we're in the last hour. The time is near. So. And just, I was going to tell you in a little bit, but at the beginning of the service last week, I was sitting in worship and I just felt like God was just saying to me, you know, some things, per I thought it was personal, and I was writing them down. And after the service, I felt real confused because it didn't have anything to do with what they said during the service. Um, but it was, the time is now. He was like, I've been nudging you, I've been encouraging you, but now is the time. And it was specifically to me what he wanted me to do, but it was now. Ooh, I like the last hour. Oh, yes. Um, there's a really precious um, time with uh, that we've had, and I'm I'm really pleased how God is just kind of really casually just giving us just a piece of His heart, um, and He's touching us. I don't know if you said this when we came in, or or you said it when worship that um, God's going to minister to you where you're at, what God is saying to you, and it may be something random over here, but for whatever reason, it's significant for you, for the time that we're here together. But all the time that you were um, talking, and I have a couple of um, brothers that were literally strung on my heart, and it was just really confirmed with that one picture uh, the young lady wrote about mending hearts and uh, the hearts that were being mended, that you're, it's the one heart is putting the bandage on the other to mend it. And, you know, when you minister to somebody in their pain, in their hurt, it blesses you because that's how God works. And so I was really encouraged by just the simplicity of that, how God is, is um, and even the word that they gave. I mean, these were some prophetic words that were given to us, if we recognize, and we're a prophetic people to embrace that and to receive God is really saying because we've we've made a confession that we're in the presence of the Lord, that he's moving and that we believe that. Not only do we believe that, but we trust that. And so when we're hearing a word that says it's time and don't waste time, do it. It's it's something that I just was on my heart. So I had to send my brother the text. And this is a brother I've been journeying with for years. He's he's at a real broken place. But he's continued to strive and, and testify how God is good no matter what. And, and that's a hard thing to do when you're going through tough times that your confession is still. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a kind of a raw guy, so he'll tell you what's on his mind. <laughs> and in the midst of that, he'll say, you know, but God is still good. I, I'm, I'm still in his grace. And so when we have people like that in our life, the only thing we can do 
is to take that picture of the bandage and, and pass that bandage to that broken heart and minister the grace of whatever you have. And it may not be an omnipotent word or, or something really powerful, but all we have is the grace of God in our heart to give to them. And that may not be sound, it may not be, it may not sound like a whole lot, but you know, in the spirit, it means so much because healing comes from just the fact that God's grace is there. And if we can proclaim healing for them, even if they don't get healed, even if they don't get comforted, we have to do that. It's the word that says, do it now. Because the time is short. And so whatever we do, do all in the name of the Lord with the grace and mercy that we can muster up to give somebody else. And I, and I really sense that that's something in our word today, that there's somebody, because everybody knows that there's, there's harm, there's all kinds of crazy things. And I, I stopped listening to the news, but it, sometimes it, it, it gets through. There was another happen. Oh, something else happened today. Oh, yesterday there was a hundred of them. But you know what? Despite all that, we have to speak life into somebody and give them a hope that's not in them. And I really think that's a, that's a real sense that the time is short. And if that, thing, that clock keeps going around and around and all it says was six, and okay, he's giving us another opportunity for the time of completion to kind of reinstitute the grace of God in our life now that we can get it right, that we can still press in. And I'm just, I'm full with the, with the simplicity of the grace of God that we encountered today. And I don't quite know how to say this because I'm feeling very overwhelmed by the goodness of God right now. And it's come in several different ways today. After these girls had been up flagging, they came to me and gave me a hug. I haven't seen them in a while. And they've changed in looks since I saw them last. And I've thought, who are the girls over there? And then it dawned on me that it was, they, they've been coming for a while, but I've missed them. They didn't realize, you guys didn't realize what it meant to get a hug from you. It blessed me. This has been such a blessing for me today because I've been through some hard times recently. And I'm getting older, and I'm not as able to do things as I was at one time. And it's easy to feel like you're not of any value anymore. It's a favorite tactic of the enemy. It's a good lie that he tells. A, hor a horrible lie that he tells a lot of older people that they aren't of value anymore. 
But I didn't wear this shirt today, accidentally. I thought I was wearing it because it's cold outside and I just wanted a sweatshirt. Do you see what it says? That this is what is of value. Those girls didn't know that they were giving me love that I really needed today. And I would just want to thank you publicly for coming and giving me a hug this morning. It really filled up my heart. Thank you. And the other little piece that I'm going to say this morning is that time is ticking. And I've been aware for the last year that God had put the brakes on something. Because I woke up one morning with a song. And I don't sing. I have a horrible singing voice. And so I don't have music going around in my head when I wake up first thing. Right? But the song was an old chorus we used to sing. And it said, soon and very soon, we are, can you sing it? We are going to see the king. We are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. I don't know the rest. Soon and very soon. Well, the reason that's all you're singing, that's all I got, was that refrain. And it stayed with me for days and days and still at times. And I have been telling everybody, ever since then, Jesus is coming. And it is soon. That's all I know. I don't know what moment it's going to be, but the hour is near. The hour is near. And I think he just wants his people, his ones that he has called out. We've all been called out. We've been called into salvation. What a privilege, what a wonder, how great that is. We all, at some point, I think probably everybody that's in this room, if you haven't heard Jesus calling you, then he says, come today. Today is the day of salvation. And I I am so blown away regularly, on a regular basis. You can ask Nancy. I go, I get up in the morning and I say, Jesus, don't you think this would be a really good day to come? Don't you think that today, and at this point, 
He hasn't come yet, but he is. He said, look up, because his coming is our hope. It is our salvation. So anyway, okay, I'll quit preaching. That was enough. basically fluid constantly flowing and moving to and fro so time is constantly moving to and fro Jesus is standing still has a plan for us each one of us but to us we're moving and trying to stay on that path that he's got but we're constantly flowing and moving with time and then with grandma's little um, shirt she has on, first thing that came to me was basically faith, hope, love, and the greatest of these is love. So, um, your smile and happiness come from a likeliest person, source, how you want to look at it. So I was listening to you speak, and I think I said this before, but I want to put it in perspective a little more um, detail. So you said the young ladies came over and gave you a hug and made you feel like, wow, right? So you remember, like, I think about a month ago, I came to you guys' house, did the yard work. Let me tell you something. I did not want to come. And it's not because of you guys. I was ready to go to the radio station and meet up my boss. I was mad. I didn't. I wanted to just sit somewhere and just wait for me to leave the job and just find his family. Because that's that's what I was working with. You know, Satan and all that. It was a distraction. And that was like on a Tuesday. And my wife showed up. Um, I'm not perfect. I do not like my boss at the radio station. But I prayed for him and I wish the best for him. But we just don't get along. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, I don't know. But anyway, um, but it makes me smile when, I, when you said that because I came to your house that Wednesday morning. And this is literally what I said to myself. Oh, well, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to work. So, I was sitting with my headphones on and your daughter I didn't even know it was in the yard helping. But when I looked up and saw you sitting on the porch, that made me happy. I was just like, she is at peace. She's here with the nature, the birds, a, a guy working in her yard, and you know, you were just so at peace. And yes, you did. And finally, the Holy Spirit, like, okay, take a break. And I came up and sat and talked to you. I was at peace then. It's like everything just went away and God was telling me, take a break, let me deal with that. But right now, you deal with this, which was you and I just having a conversation. And I really had a, a great time. I even slowed my process down, not wanting to go back to work. And you sat there and it was like the lazy yard boy while your daughter was over there raking and doing my job for me. So thank you. So, uh, yeah, they're going to hire me again. Uh, 
Yes, sir. work with Shiloh Place, which is, I, I went and prayed for people at the altar when Jack preached, <laughs> you know, and I, I got, they were going to China for a ministry trip, and it happened that Trish, the wife, couldn't go, and they had a ticket available so they said Annette you want to go to China with us and I went sure I didn't ask when it was what it was anything is if they were going to China I wanted to go because my temperament has always been loving to go just if it's a trip I'm in so i went and on the way there I realized God didn't tell me to go. I went because I like to travel. I just wanted to go for the trip. And I got convicted of it was all about me. It wasn't about ministry at all. And I thought, okay, God. I'm sorry, but I'm already on the trip. <laughs> uh, what am I going to do now? Uh, and the first night we were there, first service, they had all of us ministry team, and I didn't feel like I was a minister at all. I didn't think I had anything at all to give. But they had us come up front, and we were going to pray for people, okay? And I didn't want to even try to pray because I didn't think I had it in me. And a young woman from, I think it was Indonesia, came up and asked for prayer. And so I said, well, what, what do you need prayer for? And she said, her marriage. And I started to pray. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to pray. So it's some kind of generic thing, you know. But then I heard from the Lord. He said, she's not saved. She needs me. So I turned around and said, well, uh, let's talk for a little bit. So I talked about the Lord with her. 
and got to pray a prayer of salvation with this young woman from all the way around the world. And that evening, I, I, was, I, I, I was blown away by it. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Annette, you don't have to worry about whether you have anything or not. As long as you have me, you have everything. You take me with you wherever you go. And I will do through you what needs to be done. Don't worry about what you have. You don't have anything on your own. You know what you are without me. So you have my promise that I'll go with you, be in you, wherever you go, whatever you do. And that's been true all of my life ever since. It's been, you know, I don't worry about what I say because it's really him. It's him. So if you want to come and lie on my couch or sit on my porch, it's a place of peace. I've said anywhere that I am is going to be peaceful because I won't put up with the enemy hanging around. You know, he has to leave. Anyway, that's it. I could go on and on and on and on telling you stories about God showing out, showing out, me going somewhere and him showing up and doing amazing things, you know, and I love it. I love it because I get to go and hang out and have fun. That's why I go is that it's fun. It's fun. That's really why I come here is because it's fun. If you guys weren't here and it wasn't fun, I wouldn't come. <laughs> really? Yeah. So anyway, I love, I love you all. And I love being here with you. <laughs> and I hope I'm not too much of a, 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 a microphone hog. <laughs> Um, just taking in everything that um, Renee spoke about um, and just the children really made a tremendous impact this morning. Um, Miss Annette, thank you for sharing that story again because I, I remember you telling me that a couple of Sundays ago um, and that really encouraged my heart and it brought this back to me. Um, a lot of times we allow time to get away from us because of a fear that we have, you know, within our own, um, perhaps feeling like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Um, but just remembering that, that God gives us 
everything that we need um, for ministry. Um, he gives us everything that we need to be able to share with those that are around us that we need to, that need to be encouraged, um, that need to feel his love. He gives that to us. We can't do that. Um, we're not. He, he gives us that perfection. Um, it's in him. And a lot of times when you have been exposed to religion, you are under the impression that there's something that you have to do. But it all comes from him. So um, that's a blessing. That's a blessing that you shared that with us this morning. Um, I want to say to the to the kids, you guys, you just looking at you, they have no pretense about anything. They, I mean, whatever God downloaded into them, that's what they thought. They didn't second guess it. They just wrote it down and they went with it. That's what he wants from us. And a lot of times the adulthood in us and our experiences cause us to, to block that. So, guys, I want you to to know that what you shared this morning with all of us adults, that was a blessing to to all of us. Um, you know, thinking about the time floating away and us not paying attention to things that are going on. And, um, you know, we're so wrapped up in everything else, we just forget about him. But you guys don't ever minimize um, what he speaks to you. Um, don't think that you have to be um of this special or have these special characteristics in order for you to be able to hear God, you hear him, you hear him. And his word even tells us, the Bible even tells us that we have to come into him as though we are children because there are no, there's nothing that keeps that, that, you know, puts a, a blockage. Um, there's no filter. It, you're, you guys are able to receive him sometimes a lot better than us adults are. So, um, thank you, girls. Thank you so much for this morning. That that was really a blessing. And Renee, thank you for your message because that was a reminder for a lot of us about what we need to be doing with our time and how this is the hour. Okay, Chuck, and then we're gonna. If you have to go, you can go. No, no, don't feel any. Just one one quick thing. I think it was Willow's drawing with the two hearts. The one heart was still wounded, but reaching out to the other. The heart didn't say, "I have to wait till I'm all perfect and healed and totally whole before I'm going to reach out to you," because God's working through that broken heart. So wherever you are, hurt, wounded, still needing help and cleaning up, you know, just trust God to be using your heart to heal whatever hearts around you. Amen. 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 Thank you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. And pay attention to your time.